Man, I am pumped. It is a beautiful Monday. Santa brought me some great stuff yesterday. I got to tell you, folks, it has been remarkable. And hey, okay. you know, just to hey, be hey. me. Oh, oh, oh hey, hey, no, Lord, no. hi. Wait a second. What are you doing so jazzed up on this Monday morning after Christmas? Aren't Let you me- tired? No, let me tell you, man, I stayed up all night with all the goodies I got because I <laughs> thought I was not good. Apparently, my stretch right there at the end, you know, that sprint to goodness for the last 30 days got me on the good list. Oh, got you off the naughty list. No coal for Jimmy. So please elaborate and tell us what exciting things kept you up all night. Oh, you're going to laugh. Here it goes. But uh, man, this is a great one. So I have been asking, literally praying for world peace. Guess what? Last night, I just sensed it. Everybody had a calm Christmas night. I just knew it down deep in my heart. Everybody had a great Christmas. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'm all for that, but world peace, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then the other thing, top that off, new underwear. Now, listen, anytime you get, <laughs> no, hey, anytime you get new underwear, Lori, that's a win. Okay. I don't know about you women, men, that's a win. Am I right, guys? Uh- I was going to say, that's pretty exciting at my house as well. I don't know that my guys get too excited about many things, but oddly enough, underwear and socks. You know, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole of underwear, but let me just say this. (laughs) I went through this experiment in the last few years, and uh, this is getting a little deep and personal, folks, but uh, here at Live Life by Design, we share the open and transparency that we can, you know, all trust in, and here it goes. I went on this kind of experiment. I went out and tried all these different brands and types of, of men's underwear until I found something I thought was just rocking and rolling. Now, you're going to laugh. Jimmy, you're nearly 58 years old. Why is it so important? <laughs> well, think about this. It's like a pair of shoes, but in a different location of the body. So I only buy really nice, high-quality shoes, usually Italian leather and stuff, and they're kind of expensive. And I don't say that to brag. I say that because I wear them like 18 to 19 hours a day. Now, I don't know about you ladies. I generally wear underwear every day. And now by that, I mean, I need to have something I'm comfortable with. So I'm not going any deeper than that, Lori. And you girls do what you wish. But we men, comfort's the king. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you're going to have to wear them, you know, 18 hours, I I don't know, maybe I could see test driving a couple of different brands of underwear, so to speak. But what else did you get for Christmas besides underwear? Oh, outstanding. Voted the Doty Award, finally. It was awesome. Okay, wait a minute. What's that? Oh, yeah. Hey, this is big. So there's this little trophy that you can get, and it's not very big, but it it means big things. It's only about, you know, four inches tall or so. And a placard on it that says, Doty of the Year 2022. Yeah. Now, I'm not bragging, Lori. I mean, a lot of guys bragging this stuff. I don't. You know, I take it in, in very great humility. But on Live Life by Design, we're all about being ourselves. So I accepted this award, gave a brief two to three minute thank you speech to my children, and um, (laughs) I put it up on the shelf. And yes, that's the Dad of the Year Award. Uh, My two daughters got it for me again. I've won now for like about the last 25 years or so. So it's been incredible. That is a long tenured run. I did not know of such award, but now forever, I will now know what the Doty Award is. Ladies and gentlemen, you've just been schooled this morning in case you were wondering, 20, how many years did you say? About 25 years. Our older daughter is 26. So, you know, she was not quite at the age to vote or even write. (laughs) So her mother may have submitted that first couple of years on her behalf as a proxy. But uh, yeah, hey, you know, uh, I don't brag about it. I just got an entire wall filled of these little trophies. It's outstanding. I I don't know of too many other fathers that can boast that. And I do write it in my journal every year on the 26th that I did get once again uh, awarded this honor. And um, 
hey, it's it's just me. Well, you know, but the great thing is that okay, so Christmas may be over, but but really, honestly and truly, not the the, the core values of Christmas are not over. So kindness, Ooh, sharing, like and love between family members, those are things that even though Christmas is over, we tend to, you know, dote, if you will, and love on people a little extra. Now that it's over, that doesn't mean that we shift our focus away from doing those things. It just means that now we're gearing up for that last week of the year where no one knows what day it is or what time it is or how to dress and everyone's still eating leftovers. A lot of happy smiles generally, though, the week between Christmas and New Year's. And and to me, that just warms my heart even more, to be very honest. But, you know, we go out and do those things where people are returning their gifts that they got that they didn't fit, didn't want, didn't have the right color, whatever. And I just simply watch people. Now, I know what you're thinking. Here on Live Life by Design, we shouldn't watch people. But, get you know, this is one of my favorite pastimes. And I love to watch how they interact with the sales representative or the person, the customer service. I just love that because uh, they seem to be a little less harsh right after Christmas. They seem to be a little more relaxed. And and to me, you can just see kind of a dichotomy of, hey, pre-Christmas, Jimmy, post-Christmas, Jimmy. I'm a little less, you know, uh, not ambitious is the word, but a little less wound up, so to speak. And Lori, this is neither caffeine nor drug-induced. This is just pure Jimmy here, okay? (laughs) Well, I can assure you mine is 100% caffeine-induced at this point. She's already had an intravenous fill of all of her caffeines <laughs> with lattes, espresso, whatever it takes to get her up and going. But say, so, hey, Live a Life by Design, folks, is honored to have you. This last of our episodes for 2022, goodness, it just seems like, Lori, we started these just a month ago. Uh, I know. But here it is. Another year has transpired. We are honored on behalf of Lori and our entire team, uh, Dakota, Shelby, uh, everybody, David, everybody that works on this podcast, thank you. But most of all, thank you to our great subscribers and listeners. As I've said many times, we're now in 58 countries. Is there a 59th country in 2023, Lori, that we are not in, perhaps? Oh, there's probably 59, 60. I'm going to say 62 by the end of 2023. Just oh. overshot a little Okay, folks, you saw that. She placed a goal on us right here at the end of the year. This is not <laughs> not something we take lightly. So 62 is our magic number. If you know of someone that's sitting in Uzbekistan or somewhere out there that's not, not listening yet, <laughs> please give them the link. We're honored to have them on board. Uh, tell me, Lori, hey, you know, every year, Lori is is such a, a great organizer. She's such a great planner and just an overall wonderful individual. So I know she has this thing called the word of the year that she and I do. And, and I have a word, uh, but I want to hear what, Lori, is your word of the year for 2023? I, it's just crazy to even think that we're talking about 2023. I, I don't, I, it's just wild to even wrap your head around, but towards the end of the year, I start thinking about next year. Thanks to Jimmy. He's obviously catapulted my organizational skills into a level, a whole nother level uh, of thinking and planning and wanting to know, you know, what, what's the goal? There's always a goal. So for 2023, my word is simplify. Ooh, now listen, that's a big (laughs) word. Tell me what that means to you. So it's a big word, but it's actually uh, a, a small word if you think about it. You can take it in giant leaps or small steps, and I definitely am going to try to take it in small steps. I just want to go back. If you, It's crazy to think of, but I want to go back to a simpler time. We were celebrating over the holidays, and we were looking at some pictures and going through some albums and telling stories and watching some family videos. 
And it just reminded me of a time where I felt like things were a lot simpler. Um, We didn't stress as much. We didn't plan or cram as much into life as we have in the last couple of years. Uh, I don't know if it's because of, you know, post-pandemic, we felt like we missed out. So we needed to try to do as many things in 2022 as we could. But for 2023, I want my calendar, and I know this is this is hard for me to say, I want my calendar to have less dots, less commitments, less obligations, and more time to do the things that I want to do that make me happy and fill my cup. Because as we all know, you can't fill from an empty cup. If you're trying to help motivate others or be positive for others or just live a happier life in general... You can't give that to someone else if you are not feeling that thing inside yourself. So simplify in 2023 is the word. It's the goal. It's going to take a lot to get me there, but I'm really, really, really going to try. So let me give you a little bit of Jimmyism here on simplify. (laughs) Jimmyism. Well, I think you coined that word on our podcast. I did. I did. So, so a Jimmyism for Simplify, though, and I mean this very seriously, is that it is going to take significant action for you to learn a very small vocabulary word known as no. Because you <laughs> see, we feel it. Well, we fill our lives because you're such a great, talented person, and people want you to be involved in whatever their group, activity, committee, organization is doing. And, you know, at the end of the day, I started in 2022 saying no more frequently. And it's not because they didn't have a word the event or a cause. I love that. I love anything to do. But you know what? I have 24 hours in one day. So I went through this process of really simplifying by saying I'm going to eliminate a lot of those things that I'm not just truly passionate about that really drives the numbers for my brain, right? And so I've learned to say no a lot. Is that something you maybe have planned for 23? I I tried it in 22. <laughs> I tried to learn to say no. I struggled greatly with it. I definitely am going to try to reignite that in no, like it's it's even hard to say in, oh, it's such a simple word, but it's so hard to say. I'm going to try. I make no promises right now as it stands that I'm going to be able to do it, but I'm really going to try to take a deeper look at everything individually as it comes uh, and, and try to say the no word. So I want to give you another piece of uh, kind of a tool I use when I'm deciding whether I wish to do something or not. So before I just say, oh, you bet, I'd love to. And then I realized, wow, I left myself no margin in my day for my own mindset to just relax and maybe think about the day and what down, what can I talk about? You know, I do a lot of journaling and I write on paper a lot to get my thoughts out. Well, I started this little tool in there now that's kind of a schematic diagram. And you know, yes, I'm a geek, Lori, I get that. But I write this (laughs) stuff down and I actually draw the schematic triangles for decisions, squares, you know, (laughs) the arrow. I can barely draw a stick person, let alone a diagram. (laughs) Yeah. And I saw a sticker. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm digressing here. But I saw a a sticker on the back of a van uh, a couple of days ago uh, before Christmas. And it was so funny. It had a dinosaur and it was chasing the stick people, you know, that everybody have in their van. And yes. it was so cool. It's kind of like, and then it said the little note up there, my dinosaur ate your stick people or something like that. It was, you need one of those for your van. I uh, need that. But, but uh, here's where I'm going with this too, is I think we have to look at purposefully deciding 
is that something we really need or does it warrant our energy, time, and effort? Because that's all we have as human beings. We're carbon-based beings. We have a finite amount of energy. We have a finite amount of mental capability and or energy on that mental side. And you have to decide, is this something that's really worth those precious days and times and minutes of mine? And, you know, it's not easy to say because the world is needing what we have to offer. And I believe that's critical of all of us and incumbent if I may use the term, on all of us as people to contribute to our fellow man. What's your thoughts on that process? I absolutely agree. It's so, and I think that's why it's it's important to learn those boundaries and say no, uh, because there might be something that really triggers your heartstrings or something that you didn't know that you possibly had an interest in that could be laid in your path in 2023. So being open to that idea and, and you know, being willing, because there are so many needs and there are so many interesting people in the world that you never know when your paths are going to cross. So being open-minded to new opportunities, you know, you are capable of so much more than you can even imagine in this life. And that's the beauty of being a human being and getting to walk on the same, you know, earth as everybody else is that you never know. So that's why I think it's so hard to say no, because you just, you know, it's the unknown. It's the, you know, fear of missing out. You don't know what's coming. So being able to simplify a little bit and say, I'm going to, I'm going to leave myself open to new ideas. I'm going to leave myself open to that opportunity that might be knocking on my door and I might not even be expecting it. I, I love the thought of that's what's coming next. That's where we're headed in the new year. This episode of live a life by design is sponsored by compass capital management. Life has a way of overwhelming you. At compass capital management, you will receive confidence in your financial security as we provide direction clarity, and vision for your future. Our unique process, the Life Plan Solution, will be the guide to you reaching your goals and realizing your dreams in life. Stop worrying about your future and contact Compass Capital Management to help you live the life you desire. Go to www.compasscapitalmgt.com and request your retirement account or employer plan review today. Registered principal securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Jimmy J. Williams is an investment advisor representative of Compass Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Compass Capital Management LLC are not affiliated. 321 South 3rd Suite 4, McAllister, Oklahoma 74501 some grace space. That's one of my new terms I've been using to make the best decision for how you're feeling at that time and moment on that project. Right. You see what I'm saying? Don't just immediately say, Oh yeah, I'd be glad to help. And you look at your calendar and go, wow, where am I going to squeeze this in? So I always tell people, give yourself some grace space and look down at that calendar. Give it some moment. I use this phrase. Uh, I'll tell you what, before I answer today on that request, may I just take a few days and let me reflect on what I've got planned and what's coming up. I've got a pretty full schedule. I'll be back with you. And I always do follow up with them. You know, a lot of times it's very gracious saying thank you, but not at this time. And I never just say no, because I may want to come back to it at some point. Right. Exactly. You never want to close that door. No, no, that's exactly right. What do you want to know what my uh, word for the year is? I do. But before that, I want to know, is it a big word and will I be able to spell it? Oh, you'll feel it. I'm telling you this. <laughs> this word, okay. this this word. So here's the thing. I always like to uh, to find a word, and I write it in my journal for the first. Uh, at the very top of the year, I'll write it on the first entry of you know January one. I'll write my word in big letters. Sometimes I even make a doodle out of it and fill them in squares and color them in just just to make it you know really impactful. And my word this year for 2023 is abundance. 
Oh, okay. I can totally spell that word. I was thinking like you were going to come out with like some ginormous word from Merriam's uh, dic- Merriam yeah. Webster's dictionary. Yeah. No, no big words, no polysyllabic things that are there difficult in nature. Yeah. So, so let me suggest to you why I chose abundance and you're going to laugh. We came through an issue here with the pandemic where we didn't have things when we'd asked for them. We'd ordered things and they'd say, well, you can have that. Sure. We'll send it to you. It's six months before you get it. Right. Uh, well, I've, I've ordered a new car, for example. Uh, it's not going to be ready till July. Okay, I mean this Ooh. is just how this is how things work. Well, it's a it's a new electric vehicle. I'm just trying to do some of that to see how it works for us. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it, to be honest with you. But my wife, my wife Dina, you know the lovely Dina that's put up with me now 35 years. Uh, I think she likes it more than me because I think I may end up losing that car to her because she tells she says uh, I want to pick out the trim and I want to pick out the color and I want to pick out. And I said, well, you know, go get your own car. No, I didn't. I didn't say I did not say that. So we're sharing that. But abundance to me means in all aspects of life. And I think about this. So if you just said, hey, I want to give to my community, that doesn't mean you say yes to everything. But the abundance is, is where you're currently giving in your community. Turn it up a notch. Let's take it to 11. Right. Think abundantly, act abundantly, feel abundantly and respond abundantly. Those are my areas I want to work. And, you know, you're laughing. So you wait a minute, Jimmy, your word for 22 was elevate. So we elevated things to the nicest level we can be. Now I want to turn it up on its end and I want to take it a notch further with abundance. Now, I love it. I think abundantly all the time. Uh, I invest abundantly. And what I mean by that, not wastefully, but I do try to go over the top. So let me give you an example. We were at a restaurant um, right before Christmas and uh, a young man that works there went to school with my daughter in high school years ago. And he's there as a wait staff working him, himself through college. And I just asked him, his name is Caleb. I'll use his first name only. His name is Caleb. And, and he was waiting on our family. And this was a Sunday after church meal. There was about eight of us there lined up. And Dean and I were honored to uh, care for everyone's meal. So I said, just give me the ticket. So he brought our ticket to us, and um, he worked so hard. The restaurant was slammed. I mean, everybody, of course, before the holidays wanting to eat, and it's Sunday after church, all that stuff. Caleb um, did an excellent job, as he always did. Smiled the whole time, but you could tell underneath. I mean, he is like the goose on the pond, right? You know, those feet are just running, <laughs> He's but he's smiling, right, Lori? And so anyway... We got through, he gave us our ticket, and uh, I, I placed a, a rather sizable $100 tip on, on the ticket. It's Christmas, you know, it's, it's Christmas. I want to be an abundant person. I've been blessed so well this year. I want to give it back to those that are working hard, right? And so, and there's a key phrase that working hard. I want you to work, but I want to help you with your work. And so, anyway, he calls my daughter after this meal. And she said he almost sounded like he's in tears. You know, he's needing tires for his car. He's needing gas and all this stuff. I didn't know any of that. And he said, would you tell your dad that he's the most awesome person on the planet? And she goes, well, he already knows that. But thank you, Caleb. No, (laughs) no, she didn't. She did not say that. She just said gracefully, as she always does. Gabrielle's our younger daughter. She said, well, thank you very much. But you did an excellent job waiting on our family. Now, why I'm saying that for is that I've hoped and it brought to my heart such a warm spot that I maybe have gotten through to my kids after, you know, all these years. Right. And so anyway, it made me feel good to help someone else feel better. Does that make sense? I love that. And I think it's important. I mean, and I love it, especially at the holidays, because typically we don't know what people are going through. We don't know what struggles other people have. And it's so important to have those open lines of communication that just if, if someone, you know, an extra smile, an extra mile, someone goes and does above and beyond. Having that recognized sometimes can really make a difference in somebody's life. And 
I have no doubt, Jimmy Williams, you are a thousand percent abundant when you do anything and everything. So you are going to crush the word abundance in 2023. No doubt, hands down. I can't wait to like revisit in 30 days when, you know, everybody technically fails their New Year's resolution. <laughs> they say give it 30 days. I know that you are going to have a litany list of people and things that you've done to create abundance in the world. And I, I'm, I'm here for it. Let's, let's do it. So you're going to laugh. I'm having some t-shirts made up. Oh, I love say, a good t-shirt. It's, it's, yes, it's going to say abundant at the top is my thinking. I have to give our marketing director. Ashley will tell me if I'm wrong. But anyway, it's going to say abundant <laughs> at the top, abundance at the top. And then it's going to say dot. And it's going to say in mind, heart, soul, whatever. You know. Oh, and cool. I, I thought it would be nice to have some t-shirts made up. Now, I know that sounds silly, but hey, you know what? We're going to give them away here on Live Life by Design as well. Some things we're going to have come up through the year. So we're going to have some t-shirts made up. I will get you one. Uh, so that I know you'll help there. So tell me what happened for you at Christmas? What's going on? That's big. How'd it go? Did you get a paper cut and wrapping like thousands of gifts that I know you got? (laughs) You know, it's so funny. The the thing that I love about Christmas is, I mean, obviously we've talked about this before, but our son has been a huge dinosaur fan since he was just itty bitty tiny. And I love the thing that I love about Christmas is that people have now started to kind of figure out that, that dinosaurs, that's like our family crest or our family <laughs> emblem, if you will. I I love it because I, people show up at my house and, and drop things on my porch. Like a dear sweet friend of mine uh, was out shopping and she found dinosaur wrapping paper for Christmas. Uh, you know, people send cards and photos and links to opportunities for us to take and, you know, go and experience more dinosaurs. Um, and so it's a dinosaur Christmas every year. We find a way to incorporate or add uh, this year, we uh, put another inflatable dinosaur in our yard. It was epic. We now have four. We started with one. Uh, I have people that come by, you know, they'll text and say, we drove by your house. Our kids love your dinosaurs. Or, you know, we were out driving around and we know it's your house because of all the dinosaurs in the front yard. <laughs> you mean all the neighbors in your house in addition don't have dinosaurs? Is that what you're trying to tell us? No, no, they don't. I mean, we're trying to get them on board, you know, to turn it into a prehistoric winter wonderland. But so far, no, nobody's biting. Uh, and so uh, every year at Christmas, I think that's my favorite thing. Every year we build on it. It's either an ornament, uh, a cup, a T-shirt, uh, a toy, uh, just some type of significance to celebrate what is so important to our family. And I, I never knew that that was what it was going to be. Uh, I assumed it would be something else. I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but we've learned to embrace it. And I think that's my favorite thing about Christmas. Uh, I now have uh, a dinosaur necklace that I wear. I have a dinosaur tote bag that I carry. And all of these great things have come as Christmas gifts to me. And I absolutely love them. I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's uh, funny to laugh about, but it's it's incredibly significant to us. And it's important. And I hope it never stops. Uh, you know, our son says he's going to be a paleontologist. Uh, his dad's always asking, like, what is the backup plan? Because we're going to have to make smart financial decisions <laughs> until he finds or unearths that one dinosaur. And then he's probably going to be set for the rest of his life. But I love that one insignificant thing triggered a lifelong uh, passion and love and interest for our family. And it's great all year long, but especially at Christmas time. So <laughs> awesome. We so I see, I see the thing. first, I see the first t- working title of your son's book, 
How I proved my parents wrong. I discovered oh, an unknown yeah. species from the <laughs> Jurassic period. Yeah. So true story. Um, and he will definitely get that dig in wherever he can. Um, but you know, was that a, was it, that a pun? Is that a yeah. pun? Okay, dig. Okay. So, dig. Yeah, dig. See, I, you're a wordsmith, Jimmy Williams. I'm telling you, you can't Let get anything you, by you. Uh, this is neither drug nor caffeine induced. As I said, I'm on top of my game every day. But you see, I work with people that are so much more talented and more wise than me that are called experts and professionals. So I have to really stay on my game. Yes, yes. So, you know, hey, I think that is outstanding because what you're doing is unique for your family. And, you know, I, I will say we've started tracing our family history back doing some genealogy. Uh, Lori has done hers. She didn't know that I was going to talk about this, but she's done hers. She went back to the the period of the uh, Neolithic man, and she knows it's her family because some of the cave women then at that time were carrying designer bags. <laughs> that they designed themselves, unique, yes. only one of a yes. kind. And one of a said, kind. And Lori said, well, that's got to be my family. They got designer <laughs> bags. So they're <laughs> made out of leopard or whatever or something, you know, Tyrannosaurus, Billy, whatever. Woolly mammoth. Woolly mammoth, yes. In the wintertime, <laughs> you carry that one, right? Yeah. Yes. So so we've talked a little bit about your word of the year. Now, Lori, I need to ask a big question. So you talked about resolutions. What's the big difference that I really don't like about resolutions versus goals? Oh, well, I mean, resolutions are just, sometimes resolutions are knee-jerk reactions. So they're not really thought-provoking. They're not really uh, processed, for lack of a better word. Um, and we and we do. After 30 days, I mean, typically what people say is you forget about, uh, you know, a resolution versus a goal. Um, Jimmy, you're a goal guy. Like, you set a goal and it's reviewable every three, six, nine, 12 months. And it's a progression so that's why Jimmy likes goals versus resolutions. You got that right. So here's the thing with resolutions too. A lot of people go, I'm going to lose 40 pounds in January. Uh, and I go, <laughs> okay, it took you 13 years to put them on. Why do you think 30 days is going to take them off in a healthy way? In a healthy way. I'm not saying you can't lose 40 pounds, but uh, you won't be very healthy doing it in 30 days. So, so you know, I always tell people, let's, let's don't call them New Year's resolutions. Let's go straight to those things that can be documented, we can follow up on, and we have the reasonable opportunity to achieve them. That's called a goal, right? So I need one of your Big, hairy, audacious goals before we close this episode out for the year for 2023. Lori, what's that big hag that's oh. just on your mind for 2023? And I've got about, uh, well, don't laugh, I got 12. But anyway, well, you give, yeah, you give me you give me one. Oh, goodness, one. okay. Yeah. Well, okay, so for 2022, my BHAG was financial literacy. And yes. I have to say, I did well. I did so well in 2022 with financial literacy. So I'm super proud of myself for that. Awesome. So, and and if Jimmy has one for every month, that's a whole other podcast episode, <laughs> one per month. Um, so my BHAG for 2023, and you're gonna you're gonna laugh, but I want to get Zen in 2023. Ooh. I I th that's the thing. I, I I don't know if it's gonna be through yoga. I don't know if it's gonna be through meditation. I don't know. My brain is like a squirrel running across a busy highway, and so learning how to do all those things. I have friends of mine that like. They, they meditate and they learn to breathe and they do all these things. And I want a piece of that. I want to learn. I want to be uh, a student, if you will, of all these great masterful mind thinkers that get in their happy place and they just learn to take a minute. And I, I feel like I need that. So the word, uh, the goal, the BHAG is to be more zen. I know you've heard it, be more chill, be more whatever. But in 2023, I want to learn. I want to be more zen. I love that. 
Hey, that's a great one. <laughs> and you know, to be very honest with you, that'll make Lori change, grow, adapt. And so you're going to yes. have to do some different things than what you've done in the past. What's just the one? What? So I call it a kickoff. What's the one thing I can do to kick this off in the right direction for me to be more zen? What What would that be for you on January the first? Uh, coffee. <laughs> so give up, give up coffee or gain more coffee. Yeah, well, just have it on January first. Period. Oh, okay, That's, okay. I mean, we don't start a new year without you know the important things. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I I don't know what I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know what the I don't know what the light switch is. I don't know what the trigger is going to be. I just I don't know if it's going to be you know reading uh, a book. I don't know if it's going to be watching a movie. I, I don't know. I, I just whatever it is on January first. I just want it to be a calm day to set the tone for the rest of the year. I got to tell you what I think might help. And here it goes. I've been (laughs) using this all year. It's helped me tremendously in the car. I do not listen to any news. I don't listen to any news in my home. I don't watch any news. Now this comes across very badly because my daughter, older daughters, an actual professional journalist, Uh, but what I'm saying to you is, is don't fill your mind with those negative things first thing in the morning. So leave the TV off. I would, on the other hand, recommend listening to one of the great courses. I'm big about that. They don't pay me to say that, but I love listening to something I can learn that's positive for today. I get my word of the day from my word of the Webster day. App. Yeah. And none of that's drama, man. So I can relax and yeah. just feel like, hey, I've got my day started right, you know. And so I highly encourage you to think about changing one habit you have of your morning ritual and see if that helps you kick it off in the right gear. I love it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try no news in the car, no news at home, no outside distraction. We'll see how far I get. I'm a little bit skeptical, but I I mean, that's the goal, right? So we've got to have a big, hairy, audacious goal, and that's it. I'm just asking for one day, January the 1st, right? So if you say to yourself, I got to do this for 30 days, it'll never happen. Right. One day. I just want one one day. day. And then on January 2nd, I'm going to say, Give me one day. And January 3rd, give me one day. <laughs> it sounds very easy. Man, it's hard to break life's uh, systems and rituals and, and habits, right? It's yeah. so hard to break them. So I've got one that's going to be tough for me. And I'm just going to be upfront with you. Every time I say this, don't advertise your go up goals. Advertise your give up goals is what I say. So here I'm advertising. Here we go. Here I'm, we go. Going, I'm going to give up. Sweets. Yes, it is going to be. Yes, it's going to be hard. You know, my mother, my wife, everybody is, they're great bakers. My daughter, older daughter, a great baker. But um, so what I'm wanting to do is give up any refined sugars, give up sweets and just see how I feel about that. So a buddy of mine did this and it was such a refreshing uh, feeling in his body. So his overall body. Now he's a little older than me and and admittedly he'd got some bad report from his blood sugar issue. So he said, oh, I just need to do this. And he said, Jimmy, I would have done this had it not even been for the doctor's report because I felt so much better after only a couple of weeks, you know, just, just cut out the refined sugars in your life, right? The fructose and all that, cut it out. And so I'm going to work on that starting January one. And that's my kind of a BHAG for 23 is to get to that either no or very limited amounts, just so I can head off a potential health issue in the future, but not more than that or more than that is to say that I feel better. Uh, about mm. my workouts and all that. So that's just a thought. And, and you know, after I accomplished the great underwear search of 2022, this <laughs> has got to be easier than that. I mean, don't laugh. I ordered stuff from all over the world going, 
Well, that's not going to work. And so I donated a lot of underwear to uh, the men's shelter, which you shouldn't do that. But I never really tried them on when they got here. I just knew mm, that that's not for me. So somewhere out there, some gentlemen feeling pretty good down under, I think. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, <laughs> I digressed again, didn't I? Yeah. Sorry no, about it's, that. It's, it's totally appropriate at this juncture. Well, anything we can do to cover it up, and that's a pun, is is the key to this episode. Hey, folks, listen, Lori's going to take us out with our challenge, but on behalf of Lori and me, we do thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Share this with your friends. We have a lot of fun. Today was a very lighthearted subject because we believe that life is full of balance. We have some fun stuff. We have some more serious stuff. But at the end of the day, we want you to leave with a smile on your face and go on and take your world in a bigger, better, and bolder you. Absolutely. So this week's challenge is, even though it's after Christmas, remember that kindness, sharing, and love shared between friends and family is still the ultimate goal going into the new year. Set goals, make goals, crush goals. That's what we're all about here on Live a Life by Design. You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley.